Welcome to They Must Be Mad with me, Alyssa. And me, Katie. Each episode, we're mad enough to share and explore our internet search history to learn a little bit more about the world and each other. From there, we pick one of our favorite searches that week and dive down the rabbit hole to become internet experts on a certain subject, because you never know when it might come in handy. All right. Welcome to another week. Katie, do you want to um, get the ball rolling on what you've been Googling this week? Let me rattle through them. The first one, there's some oddly specific things here. The first one is Fen Lily Apathy Hour, which I would love to know what you think that means. Can you say it one more time? Fen Lily Apathy Hour? Yes. That sounds like either like a spoken word night at a local coffee house or maybe it's <laughs> maybe not far a off podcast <laughs> it's not far it's basically there's a singer called fen lily who's british okay and she has a radio show called apathy hour and i've just been really enjoying it. it's like an hour of her just like playing songs that she likes and it's also just like a really nice way to discover new music so oh, nice. and she's also just really funny like i i really love her because i feel like music discovery sometimes is like oh she plays she's like a d like yes yeah, like a dj she, okay, yeah like okay, a radio okay, show and it's like, and it's kind of like i find that sometimes i can rely quite heavily on algorithms to discover new music so it's really nice to just like someone who i like like as a musician i like listening to them play music so and she's also just truly hilarious like she's british and i just like think she's so funny so oh, i would recognize i would recommend listening to her i'm gonna check it out the next question which is the best vaccine to get <laughs> is there a right answer to that i don't know i i was just comparing con- and contrasting the vaccines yeah no it's i think they're just all but i just feel like the johnson and johnson one is the one i wouldn't want that it's still super effective against all the mm. variants, I th- except maybe one that is just slightly less effective against. Regardless, it's still a good vaccine. Um, it doesn't have, you know, of course, we all love the 95% effectiveness. Of- yeah. yeah. Um, 2021 Oscar nominees. And just wanted to like read through the whole list and just try and watch all of the best picture nominees in the in the time I have left. The next one is how tall is Taylor Swift? I think that must have just occurred to me when I was watching the Grammys because I just was like, what saw her go up on stage with our favorite Aaron Desner. God bless Aaron Desner. He looks like a little angel baby. Yeah, I love him. And just seeing him her next to Jack Antonoff and Aaron, I was like, oh, I wonder how tall she is because, you know, she's pretty tall, 5'11". Oh, she's very tall. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, but I was just curious. I guess she was wearing heels. Very classic photo of her at an award ceremony next to um, Bruno Mars. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and he's i guess very petite and she looks it, it looks it looks crazy it looks like an illusion um then i googled nomadland which is one of the best picture nominees which i went to see on saturday because it's i loved it so much but it's have you heard about it this is no man land or nomadland nomadland i feel like it's itchy, it's scratching an itch but i don't know it's it's what it is it's like it's based on a book which is kind of like a piece of investigative journalism in a way that this um, woman wrote over the course of three years of this like nomad community who have basically kind of decided to just pack in their lives and just hit the road and they like live life on the road in these various like campsites and it's just like this community that I guess it's like a bit of a fuck you to capitalism maybe but I mean I probably should do more research before saying this but that was my impression from the film and basically they took the book and then the director called Chloe Zhao, she has like this tendency to, 
use real life people in her films and she kind of merges reality with like fiction and it's so seamless that like I couldn't tell who were the real characters and just the people that were part of this community and who were the actors you know obviously you know the main characters oh wow so it gives us like this amazing genuine authentic feel so I was like down an absolute rabbit hole googling the characters because there's loads of stuff on the internet about which people are from the book and actually the people they like cast and then I was thinking well how does the director or how did the director make them feel so comfortable in this setting because it just seems so natural and then I watched this interview so Timothy Chalamet was interviewing the director and like the producer and he was like so enamored with the film I was like loving hearing him like talk about it and yeah he was kind of saying similar things to to me which is just like what a talent to be able to to do that like I mean it was just I was just like pretty amazed by it wow um it was just like very beautiful and I definitely was quite soul-stirring just because it was the first time I, I mean I'd be second time I've been to the cinema in like a year yeah and just seeing it on a big screen oh, and wow. the soundtrack is amazing and definitely shed a bit of a tear I've been waiting to for a movie to come out that like warrants going back to the theater that one i think i mean it's like i I can see how not everyone's gonna love it but it's just very it's cinematic like it's it's and it's just like very beautiful like it yeah it's a lot of states in america that it's like forgotten america i think and i love those kind of portraits of small town america and like the bits that we don't always see and then finally I just Googled heartburn relief for poor Alyssa because he's suffering with some heartburn here. First time in my life just <laughs> struck about two minutes ago and, and I can't. I managed to get you some chewing gum and some, what was the other thing? Um, Pepsi, drinking water, yeah. um, drinking what, soda? soda? Oh, ba- is it baking, baking powder? Soda, baking soda, yeah. Water. Um, yeah. But the solutions we have here readily available is chewing gum and the other thing, but I can't remember it's called pe- Pepta. Pepsid. Pepsid. Somehow yeah. I have that in my cupboard, so. Yeah. We're 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 working on it. Yes. The, the gum does seem to work a little bit. Okay. So that's a good we'll see how we go. hack. Should so you... tell me what have you been Googling? Yes. Okay. So um, this is going to be a, Katie and I have been talking a lot about how this is going to be a very big summer. and um, Summer of our lives. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> One of the things, (laughs) so I really, this sounds so dumb. I really want to have like pigmented eyeliner. Is this a a weird thing to say? Okay. Pigmented? Like colored. Oh yeah, no, you told me this. this. You found one that looks like watercolor set. Yes, but I found out it's not very, it doesn't last very long. Especially in the summer when you're like sweaty and dancing or whatever. So um, I did a lot of research. I landed on Bodyography Pure Pigment Palette. It's very bright colors. It's expensive, but I really want to do like really bright blue eyeliner, really bright red eyeliner, like very fun colors, and it's like very pigmented. So and that, it I'm definitely give it a whirl. Stick, sticks on. Yes, for a big sweaty night in the club. Exactly. I remember when I first met you, you were wearing like really cool neon orange eyeliner or that eyeshadow. That was at that event where they did our makeup, though. Remember? Oh, I didn't have my makeup done there. Yeah, it was at it was at that Man Repeller event. Oh, the second event we met. Yeah, I had like I got like neon eyeliner done. Was I there? You were definitely there. You and Jasmine were there. Um. Okay, so that was yeah. that. I was recently asked to be my friend's god kid's godmother. Aww. So I looked up like custom. I don't know what to get a baby for baptism, but um, I looked up like a custom blanket where I'm just gonna get it embroidered with his name, I guess. And what's what? Where's that from? Um, Maisonette. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it there's a there was a lot of googling involved for that. Just like yeah. custom gifts for babies. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't want to get him like a Bible. I'm you know, <laughs> babies don't want that. So <laughs> anyway, you could pretty get him a really is it him mm-hmm. a really cool book and write something in it though for for like, future like a baby book or like a I mean like you know, a there's real like book. one that you think is going to have value when he's a bit older like a like a novel yeah right, food for thought um okay i listened to a fun podcast today where that was interviewed ben stiller and it was a somehow it was about star trek so i'm not even like a star trek person <laughs> but it was a very fun interview and i looked up the star trek universe is vast and i was like how many seasons i looked up how many iterations of star trek there are and nine there are nine separate television series and one short form companion series make up the bulk of the Star Trek universe. That... So, so nine seasons, technically. No, no, nine series. And they all are multiple seasons. But you know, we call, I, we call a series, a season, a series right. in the UK. Um, so not, basically nine separate shows. Oh my God. And some of them are multiple series long, seasons long. I used to like, it was a Sunday night tradition at home where like my dad would watch Star Trek and we'd watch it with him. Mm-hmm. But it must have just been one particular one. I don't, like I could probably like, recognize some of the character, characters. Like Next Generation or what, or like, what is it? I, I literally Nine. remember the woman, Catherine maybe is her name. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> but that is wild. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. And because, you know, pandemic, I'm like, oh, maybe I should watch. Star Trek. Like pick a new like show to kind of get into. Are you gonna become a Trekkie? I def- I could so easily become a Trekkie. I'm I, I love silly fantasy shows. Like love them, love them, love them. If I didn't see you for two months, it's just because you've like immersed yourself in yeah. However many episodes there are. That would be very like me to do that. <laughs> um, and then okay, so I soon to be moving to a new place, and. When it comes to interiors, I'm very into like to to soft, gentle kind of like warm light because you know how important like light is yes. in a space. Okay, so I found out this fun trick because I looked up soft light soft lighting light bulbs because so much so many light bulbs are just so hard like the lighting is so harsh. I work in a hospital; it's like fluorescent. Oh. It's terrible. Um, so this person, I found out that a good tip is to get these soft pink light bulbs. You could just order them like on Am- like anywhere, oh. and they they're not like they don't give a pink light, but when they're put into a lamp, it it has a really lovely soft. I love a like glow, soft glow, as opposed to like bright white. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've got they put LED lights up there, which was horrible Ugh. discovery because who, like you could never that? put the light on in here now. Who 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 I has know. ever wanted LED lights? They were they were I think that they said it's like cheaper apparently to run but like probably marginally oh um, i'm sure and it's probably better for the environment too yeah it's like so uncomfortable i just now made me use lamps because yeah yeah no, overhead lighting is notorious yeah terrible. yeah um so that's it on my googles yes to get into the topic of the week so this was i stumbled across on the old wikipedia i found it very interesting <laughs> have you ever heard of man of the whole Man of the hole. Yeah. I've heard of manholes. Okay. It's not related to that. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's, it's, it's, you know, an AKA, it's also known as indigenous man in the hole, man in the hole, last of his tribe, loneliest man on earth, lone survivor. Okay. 
parent. So there's this man who's an indigenous man to Brazil and he lives alone in the Amazon rainforest. He's believed to be the last surviving member of his tribe. It's unknown what language he speaks or what his tribe was called. Uh, the term man of the whole is a nickname used by officials and the media. His real name is of course unknown. He's basically the last of his tribes. Tri- like, wow. Of his tribe. Well, Whereabouts, sorry? In the Amazon rainforest. And so he's and literally he's, on his own. Yes. And he's, you know, a tribe that was isolated and, and is not interested in contacting yeah, other yeah. people. So he's been on his own for years and years and years. Wow. And how, sorry, how can I just rewind slightly? How did you land on this? Oh, I, um, I was on Wikipedia. But I never just surf Wikipedia. Did you ever play this game? This was like a really, very classic game in my high school during like free periods of school. Yeah. We'd each get on a computer in like the library. And it's a Wikipedia game. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. You should actually play this. (laughs) It's a great time. Um, You go to the homepage of Wikipedia. And then somebody who's playing the game picks a topic, a name, a person, a place, whatever. And then you race to see who can get to that page first but you can't search anything you can only click because you know like the home page always gives you like a random article and then you just go from there and you click on links through the articles and you eventually end up at like teddy roosevelt's so you just click our wikipedia page so you just have to click through links. but you were clicking and that's i was (laughs) that's now we know what you do in your spare time yeah i do that don't tell my boss i like this is the best story yet on how you landed on this topic (laughs) So, um, okay, so he first, other people first became aware of the man in the hole's existence in 1996. And I checked as of, we have, like, we know he was well and alive in 2018. He definitely won't know there's a global pandemic happening, will he? I'm sure he does not care. No. No, why would he? And so how do they know that he was okay in 2018? Like, do they just get so, sight of him? No, so there's this, um, I've never heard of this. There's this um, Brazilian government indigenous agency called, I don't want to butcher this name, FUNAI, F-U-N-A-I. Um, and they are, FUNAI is a um, agency that helps protect indigenous people. So... They monitor, I guess, um, tribes and such in, and they've been monitoring him since 1996. The reason being they, they got, there was like prior, okay, in 2018, they got a video of him. The reason they videoed him, because it seems kind of intrusive, is they needed to prove to the Brazilian government that he was still in existence and whatever to prevent people from to protect his lands, basically, so that people can't like won't disturb him. Mm-hmm. If they can't prove that he's still there, they can't continue to get rights for his land. So, I guess they do this for tribes in the Amazon rainforest. Um, so, I wonder how they did that. Did they take drones in because you must be pretty. No, so like, so let me. Um, before like before the video, even. they'd only had like a one picture of him. Really? Yeah, because I guess anytime they'd ever, it, he he's made it clear that he doesn't want contact. Like he's like shot arrows at people. So how and stuff. how do they know that? Like how do they know how long he's been on his own for? So they he's been living. They, so they think he's around fifty something. They he's been living alone for twenty two years. Um, after the last members of his tribe were murdered, who do you know who they were murdered by? Yes, I believe it says. Um, 
the area. So his area is uh, about 4,000 hectares surrounded by private farms and deforested clearings, but the order prevents, so the order from this agency prevents anyone from entering and endangering him. Um, under the Brazilian constitution, indigenous people have a right to their land, uh, but they have to keep, again, proving that he exists. It's a nonprofit group, I'm sorry. Um, Survival International is a nonprofit group dedicated to tribal people's rights. So even though he's been the subject, he's like, it's it's kind of a man in the hole is like kind of a famous, you know, um, story now. Even though he's been the subject of various research reports, press articles, and a book, The Last of the Tribe, so a book's been written about him, the man is classed as uncontacted, meaning no outsider has ever spoken to him. He is believed to be the only survivor after a group of six was attacked by farmers in 1995. His tribe has never been named, and it is not known what language they use. That is so fascinating. Yeah. For years, the Brazilian media has dubbed him the whole Indian because he leaves behind deep ditches, presumably used to trap animals or to hide. In the past, he has also abandoned straw huts and handmade tools, such as resin torches and arrows. It just imagine what he like the trauma he must carry around with him. I can't imagine having experienced like the bond of community and these like five people. Was it five or six people that six he was? People. I think I think it it seems like they insinuate that it was a larger tribe at one point. Yeah, and, and like, like he's conflicts he must, and such. Yeah, he must have memory of all these traumatic events, and now he's just on his own. It's so sad. He's been on his own for twenty two years. Do you say? Yeah, it said that the the the, the um footage was taken by a filmmaker who accompanied this um, organization, FUNAI, on a monitoring trip and was shown very briefly in a 98 Brazilian documentary. Wow. And I mean, I guess it's hard to say, like, what his life expectancy must be and, like, what... I mean, will they just continue to monitor him, I guess, and just... Like, I think very much, you know, from a distance, of course. He's... They're not going to, like, um, you know... He, he doesn't want to be contacted or anything like that um wow the, the, yeah if you go on the bbc pretty there's like a there is they call him the world's loneliest man i'm so sad i mean it's hard to know like would he like maybe he isn't lonely if that's all he's kind of known for the last i mean i know he had like the com- the community and the companionship yeah. of the people before but like he's clearly adapted hasn't he yeah well another reason they said that they can't contact him for i mean for many reasons but one of them being like these isolated tribes have no speaking of vaccines have no like immunity to oh yeah like measles things that we are have all been vaccinated against now it's like i feel like this is like kind of romanticized in like film and stuff isn't it this idea of like the other like tarzan almost like it's 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 such a it's such a crazy idea in our modern world to think about like some what because we're so connected aren't we like we were all on the internet and it's really difficult to even imagine that someone has no concept of like because i know we have varying degrees of connectivity depending on like where we where we're born and where Mm -hmm. we were raised Mm -hmm. and like the kind of privilege we have but just imagine that someone has no idea of the existence of the rest of the world isn't it it's just it's it's just like really difficult to grasp or like the person in this in this organization said like his only experience with the outside world has been death and violence so he is of course he has no interest and his survival instinct instincts will always kick in like he will never trust a human i imagine Mm -hmm. because we all represent i guess ultimately another tribe which is an enemy right like animals might be the closest thing that he comes to companionship in a way maybe yeah maybe 
The, I guess the, the video they, they showed, because they did make the video, it's a, you know public, you can look it up. He looks very healthy. So he obviously is subsisting pretty well off the... He must know that like deforestation is happening. You know, he must see that his habitat is being kind of destroyed by other humans. He knows we I must imagine. know exist. Well, he, there are bare... I mean, there's a border, it sounds like, to his lands. I mean, the Brazil, the, they, they protect only so much. But what would we do if we ever, like, if anyone ever got him and, like, could talk... We Obviously, it would be very difficult to communicate, but also there'd be no trust there. And, like... No, and I, I also think it's it's one of those cases of, like, we... Like, this man, I'm sure, wants nothing to do with our world. And it, it would be folly to think that we can like oh let's help him let's make get him yeah. some friends like because no, it's su- that's suggesting ins- that, that's insane yeah. <laughs> that like, <laughs> like this we... man lived like his existence and his life as, as he i think i always imagine this to. um not why i don't always imagine this but sometimes i think about it like because of the the rate and the pace of change since say like the 1600s even 1700s 1800s 1900s the world as we know it now would be so unrecognizable to say like I just think of like Henry VIII, for example, like King Henry VIII. Yeah, that he would look at like computers and like I mean I just feel like your brain would just like malfunction. I think you would just because combust. you'd be like like imagine they'd see a, f- a plane and be like what? Imagine the hell? taking Henry VIII to see Nomadland. Yeah, he would he would be like this is heresy. This is all like the devil's work. I don't know <laughs> what this all is. This is the devil's like, work. He would though. Like, yeah. and I, if, give them an iPhone. Like, what would they think? No, they, their would, minds would be blown. They would not know what. To and do. I, and it, it, it could probably just be because you know how like I don't know what the numbers are, but how our brains, even like from twenty years ago, because of the internet, the amount of information that we're computing every day is just mm-hmm. so high, mm-hmm. and like we our brains and our like we haven't evolved to like catch up with half of this. Right. I cannot imagine what how horrifying it would be no, for this it man. Would, it would. He probably lives in a very pure form. I, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he's figured out way more. Like, yeah, it's and totally because different. like because of what goes into our brains and our stimuli, that feeds our thoughts, doesn't mm-hmm. it? So like, I imagine because his stimuli is so different, like it's just like his survival. It's like the surroundings he has, the animals, the like the landscapes the way his brain works and the way he thinks is probably so different to like I'm how sure. even though physiologically we're like he's a human yeah. I, I mean it would be so fascinating to I like to talk to be able to communicate it, and it, to understand it, it it would feel almost i think it's it's almost like thinking of like and he's obviously an indigenous native person but like as foreign i think to us as like an alien like yeah like that those are how different our lives are like we're from two different planets because because that's the thing like we were saying i think even like there's difference in living in a city and a in the countryside or like i don't know in europe versus america like there is difference Mm -hmm. isn't there like in terms of territories and language but this is like the most polar you could get in terms like opposite yeah lifestyle wise this isn't a somewhat of an aside but it is related this is what always bothers me about time travel movies is that when people travel in time like back from the past to modern day they're never upset enough by it like no one it's never 
I always get mad that they're not like losing their minds. What about how like we've really screwed things up? No, just like if someone came here from the 1600s, they would lose their yeah, minds. Yeah, exactly. And they never they do. wouldn't. They, they always just, just like fall in love with Meg Ryan or something. Yeah. And I'm like, they wouldn't just is... they wouldn't adjust in a day. They just like walk down the street and they're like, oh, cars, okay. And I'm like, no, this would blow your mind. Yeah. You'd like you would like need psychiatric help exactly. because you would be. <laughs> You wouldn't know what to do, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but they're they they that never is shown in. Movies. And even in recent past, like, imagine the world before the internet. Like, trying to explain to someone what the internet is, like, that you no, don't. I don't know what the internet is. <laughs> Remember when I tried to explain Bitcoin? <laughs> I don't know what it is. But like, so those are like things that we've taken for granted and grown up with. Yeah. But then imagine that on a le- a scale where everything is novel like i just can't no, no it's not portrayed accurately no because you would tarzan adjusted the little mermaid adjusted even like in the freaking pocahontas like disney version of pocahontas it's like poor, poor pocahontas was taken back to england like no she would that that doesn't like she apparently adjusted and just like married John Smith and lived in England. Like how terrible! But it's sad. like again the kind of I guess the gaze of the, the person making it is basically suggesting inferiority, isn't it? Like yeah, it's, it's well, like it's like a colonial like exactly. Propaganda. It's basically just like you're gonna you're gonna like assimilate into yeah. culture. Yeah. But I mean, I just hope that he gets to live his life out and freely and like continue as he is. You know, it would be well, such Brazil, a travesty. Thank goodness Brazil has, I mean, I don't know the extent of these agencies and like what they do, but it sounds like there are at least people who are, have his best interests in the sense that they want him to live his life as he wants to. And hopefully and protect his land. And I guess like, they'll know one day when he does eventually die, won't they? That's really sad to think about. Yeah. And then like, his, will his land not be protected anymore? Yeah, like he's oh. the only person protecting it. He must be. He's gonna make a movie about this man. He's like I know. a hero. Because imagine how. Because there'll be at, there'll be like predators in the for in the rainforest. Like, I wonder like how he's learned to fight them off. You know, I mean, obviously it's just through. Well, let's think. He his. It seems like he lost the last of his tribe in '96. So that's almost 30 years ago. He would have been young. Oh no, that's sad. So he would have been young, but he would have been old enough to like learn things from. Yeah, people. he obviously had learned them from his like yeah. parents and his tribe. Yeah, and then I'm just thinking like, oh, I just feel like he'd never get a good night's sleep unless he sleeps up in trees where like things can't maybe get him. I don't know what kind of predators live in. The I was about like, to like what look at that. There's jaguars, anacondas. It's also, this also feels, I feel like I have like happy, a white savior complex going on right now where I'm like, someone help him. He's probably super happy. Yeah, we probably could learn a lot from him. I, I bet you he's not even a little bit sad and I'm over here like projecting loneliness onto this poor man. I bet it would be like a thing of beauty to watch him go about his day. Yeah. Like. Simplicity. Getting food, cooking, making things, surviving. I, I bet you it's absolutely amazing. Because he's probably living a more closely aligned life to where we're at like physiologically and like in evolutionary terms but in a way as humans were probably meant to be living mm-hmm. than the way we are living yeah can i just say like the things that he contends with i just can't imagine yes it's here a giant centipede what ew a, katie i know imagine aggressive and venomous a black caiman 
which is the largest species of alligator family there in the Amazon basin. A wandering sp- a Brazilian wandering spider. Bull sharks. I guess they're f- freshwater sharks as well. They're really wow. dangerous. Bullet ants, electric eels, green anacondas, mosquitoes, we all yeah, I mean pit vipers, poison dart frogs, rattlesnakes. I just how amazing that he's like He has so much knowledge. He does. Wow. I do less than a minute. Because you have to learn like so I read this book, the you know Jim Corbett, have you heard of him? Mm-mm. He there's a national park named after him in India mm-hmm. and he was brought across essentially to like kill tigers because they were like man eating tigers on the loose. This is what probably another is really this? good episode. Um like nineteen twenties, I think. Around okay. I think around then. It was basically a time when leopards and tigers they they become man eaters in their life. Yeah, you know, there's reasons why they become man eaters. And these books are like recollections of his time hunting these tigers down. And he becomes so like knowledgeable about, I guess, like the Himalayan foothills and like what a certain bird call means. And like when the wind is blowing in a certain direction, where the scent's going to go and like where he should step in relation to where the tiger is. And like that level of detail about nature, it just makes you realize how out of tune and out of touch we are yeah. with it. Yeah. And, and we are meant to be in touch with it because, you know, naturally as human beings, we are animals and we are like part of our environment and our, our planet. But it, we're so disconnected. And I feel like the the, the most obvious example of just how we innately should be more connected with nature is like how we just feel better when we're outside like that it just is it just that is just a fact like i spent most of sunday in a park and i was like oh this yeah i mean a park it's tonic though isn't it like really it's not like i'm in nature man you go like camping or you get out into like a cabin for a weekend i honestly think it's like so healing it's like therapy it is like when i like my best kind of therapy is just like when i can see like loads of stars Mm -hmm. at night and i can just like be out and like it to me it's just like looking up and it's feeling small and just feeling like you're part of something so much bigger than the small little world in your screen have you been to yosemite yet no i haven't i've been to joshua tree though and the oh, star okay. like yeah. i mean the just, star yeah oh my God. i'm sure it's about as, as good yeah the stars ne- i've never seen anything like it it's kind mm-hmm. of like emotional to see that like yes. the stars like that yes and and it's because it's those moments when you suddenly feel really small and you yeah. feel connected to something so much bigger and i think like this is such a nice like message to get which is like as we sit in the middle of a city mm-hmm. i don't really feel that it's like i would lo- I, I would love to just be getting out a bit more into nature mm-hmm. have a day where you don't look at your phone yeah things like that yes 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 i mean imagine giving him an iphone he'd be like what the fuck is this This man wants nothing to do with us for no very good reason um i think he's very wise i think i'm mostly sad i'm not i'm i don't want to like project loneliness on this man he's probably very happy but i'm mostly sad that like his culture is going to die with him that's so sad like he has i'm sure so much knowledge and so much like the history of his people and i guess tribe it's gonna die with him and i wonder if he's like so sad. you know how like obviously in uh, like you know they were early like caveman the stone age i guess like there's like markings it's human instinct to want to leave like to tell your story or to leave it behind and mm-hmm. i wonder if he's made any effort to do that they may discover that later yeah but just also the rate we're going i mean i hope they try and protect the rainforest but like imagine it might not even exist 
This is a real bummer of a conversation. I know. I'm really I know. Now, man. I just want to go and like look at this minute footage of this man. Like that's kind of what I want to do. Oh, it's here. He looks very strong. I hope they've never given him a name. Like I mean, I no. guess it's like man in man. Was it man of the man of the hole? It's because he. I guess he digs a lot of holes for various survival reasons. Yeah, and it's, they've like given them given him that moniker, man of the hole. I th- I have to. It's it's pretty close up. The the yeah. Video. I I have to imagine it's like. You know, they like put a camera on a tree or something. Yeah, because, because he, I can't imagine he would know that they were there. Yeah, he would have heard them must for be a miles machine or something. Yeah, he's chopping a tree. Yeah. Well, thank you. That was really fascinating. I'm glad of your Wikipedia surfing because I would have never known about this. Well, you're welcome, and I'm happy to share. And if there's a book about it, I want to read it. And if there's a film, too. I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm his. I'm, I'm here in. for it. I'm in. Well, thank you. That was fascinating. Yeah, no problem. And thank you for listening. See you next time. See you next time. Bye.